Hello, I'm Martin Kane, and I seem to have run out of people to do introductions for me. So, welcome to the New Zealand All That's Tesla podcast. Hello, I'm Martin Kane, and in this episode, I talk with Diane White, a true lady, a real Elon fan, and someone who will always put in a positive word for the cause. She has come from a history of big engines and powerful cars, including racing, and still enjoys the thrill of the gut-wrenching acceleration that we are all used to. I caught up with her at her home in Christchurch. Right here, so I'm here with Diane White, and Diane's been a uh, Tesla fan for a while, and an, uh, an owner who I think I was one of the first people I ever took for a ride in my Model X. So it was, I think you'd only had it about a month. That's right. And, uh, we went for a ride at uh, EV World Day. That's right, yes. 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 Yeah, no, it was, it was good fun. I used to come up to Christchurch quite a bit. So Diane, tell us a little bit about um, you know, where you're based and, uh, and what you do. Well, I'm in uh, Christchurch and I'm actually a clinical hypnotherapist and a life coach. I worked internationally and came back to live in Christchurch, but while travelling I saw Teslas in Hawaii initially and then the X when it came out in Sydney and was really always keen and interested to watch Elon Musk's story as well. was a fan sort of from the start. I have a friend in Sweden who... We talked a lot, it was just kinship of um, both admiring the man. And um, when uh, Khashoggi was killed, I just said, right, I'm getting electric, I'm never buying gas again, and I think that was about October 2018. And I um, went online and asked Tesla a few questions after riding your car in the S, it was at the day, and they answered the questions and said, we have an inventory car here. So I uh, bought it within 10 days of making my mind up. So um, I've loved it. She's got full self-driving and, and um, yeah, she's a beautiful car. She feels like my best friend. Good. So was it, I mean, was it, apart from being electric, was it the speed that attracted you to Tesla or... Um, it was the acceleration. I really hadn't realised that. Um, I used to race cars and motorbikes, and I always had big engine cars. So I loved Mustangs, cars that you know had grunt and would take off. I'm always the first to out the lights. I've just always driven like that. So I've never had an old slow car. <laughs> so um, I loved taking my motorbike out at night. Had fairing on it. I had a few of them. And I'd lay down and dream I was in a rocket ship. So I get that same feeling with my S now when um, I just um, put the music on really loud and let her drive me on some open roads and it's very nice. <laughs> Good. And which would be one of the um, you know, trips that you've done in it, uh, you know, on the open road, enjoyed it? We haven't done a lot of trips of late mm-hmm. uh, because we've been building since we've had the car. But the great thing with that is that during lockdown we pretty much moved everything except the main cabinetry and beds from one house to the other in the back of my car. She's bought most of the trees for the landscaping in a boot as well. So she's a real working car. She's wheelbarrows, extra insulation, pink bats. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but um, 
the trip that uh, was really enjoyable was actually going down to your hometown. We left here, went down to Amarama. We left here, had breakfast and left. Went to Amarama. Um, by the time we got down and ordered food, she dinged to tell me that I had five minutes. So I had to run back, <laughs> take her off the charger, finish our meal. And we went in the back road through to Timaru. So there was hardly any traffic. I'm not sure which one, but um, not the one that everybody was on. So and maybe down the Waitaki Valley past all the dams, is that y- right? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. So we, so, um, and that was quite beautiful because there was hardly anyone around. And called into Timaru, found the charger, which is a little bit of a challenge, and charged up and were home for tea. <laughs> so we did actually go down and take some photos of the um, lupins. That's... <laughs> Yeah, so we got lots of lupin photos. Good. And that was fantastic. We kept promising ourselves to do it again, but we haven't so far. It's a lovely loop, isn't it? Beautiful. I often do that loop from Tamaru, to be honest. <laughs> yes, Just a... it is. Good. Well, Mike's getting his Model 3s waiting now in Auckland, and um, he'll be, he will definitely be driving us on a lot more trips. Excellent. Is he, is he quite fond of uh, taking trips, is he? Oh, he is. He is. And now that we've finished building in the landscaping, then he will be. He got himself a red um, Model 3 performance with black and white interior. So That will be fun. It will be. So you missed, you were telling me that you missed the, um, the performance in your S, is that right? But you'll have it in the 3 that Mike gets. Uh, yeah, I've got 75D. It's plenty fast enough. I never, I mean... I take off at the lights, and I always make sure I don't go over the speed limit, but I get to whatever the speed limit is in a couple of seconds. So wherever I am, <laughs> roundabouts or stoplights in town. So, yes. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, a Model 3 performance, uh, S75, and looking for, I mean, do you have any other Tesla things, a Powerwall or anything like that? Anything no, like that we haven't because we've got seven uh, roofs on this house. So the shape of all the roofs, it's an architectural design and really wasn't made for solar. We did a lot of research on it at the time. We have got a space to put Powerwalls in. And um, so we did go down that route, but we found it really for such a big house, it really, we would have needed so many, I can't remember now, solar panels, until they get something more effective, it just would have looked really ugly. Um, Yeah. Wonderful. And what sort of things have you found since ownership, since owning a Tesla? Because what are we coming up, three years, aren't we? Yeah. 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 well, to me, it's like driving the future or driving a rocket ship. I um, do art. I go out in the country for an hour each way. Um, so I'm lucky enough to drive on some country lanes. And so I can um, just let her do a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's as close with the music really loud. And um, yeah, it's just like the old days when I drove Mustangs really fast from Christchurch to Blenheim all the time. Uh, when you're allowed to go fast, I've got so many road restrictions now. Um, so I can get out and just have that feeling of freedom. And without the sound, I used to love a big B8 sound. I had an E-type as well. And um, I've always loved the acceleration. I've raced bikes and cars as well. And to me, that takeoff is like nothing else. You know, I did 
um, do some parachute training for a while as well. So it's that feeling of just releasing yourself from the planet, not being caught in things, it's escape really. And um, But I've also noticed, I've been very surprised, I have a friend who's just bought an ice car like two days ago, and just totally surprised me that someone at this point would still um, go back to the past and buy something from the past, mm. you know, that's putting out fumes and got to go to the gas station. I've loved not going to the gas station. Mm. Um, we're going to get an air compressor now. We're going to have two cars to, um, you know, put the tyres up, check on the tyres. But, um, yeah, to me... Um, there's just no other way to drive. I would never go back to a nice car. And I think once people have actually been in them, majority of people realise that it's just a totally different feeling. Absolutely. Look, something Christchurch is particularly um, big at is sort of the community, the the owner's community is is quite... Um, it's quite wide in Christchurch, and I know there are events on and things like that, which is, of course, you know, where, you're, where you got your one of your inspirations, one mm. of the many. Um, so, how do you find the Christchurch community? Do you sort of are you involved with other owners? Well, or we like haven't that had any meetings mm-hmm. of recent, but really hoping for the summer. We've got a big car park out there, and that's why we were hoping people can come out. We've got plenty of room to um, have some meetups, and which we're looking forward to that. But um, we only finished our landscaping um, just before winter. So, you know, we really haven't had access to that. And um, I'm not sure why there haven't been many things on in Christchurch of recent. Mm. But I'm certainly keen to help set some up and be part of it. It's wonderful to have a service centre here now. The guys are great. Aren't they marvellous? Yeah, Yeah. marvellous. And I'm so thrilled... um, you know, that we're going to have... Although it's very rare to actually see a Tesla on this west side of town. When I go out by Sefton, there's someone's living out Wood End. And Mike and I went to Papua Nui about three days ago and there was a blue, first one I've seen, Model 3 parked. I nearly fell out the window waving and the guy eventually waved. He was like, oh, I'm going to have to wave. <laughs> but I wave at them all. But I don't know that they always recognise a Model S. Mm. they um, perhaps, um, you know, it's not so common. So, um, you know, I'm waving like crazy, but I'm not always getting away back for the few of them that I see. Yeah. Do you see many around your way? Um, not too many around Timaru. Um, I was, yesterday, um, we were walking in town and we saw one leaf, one Model 3, one Model S, and one Model X in close succession. Yes, uh, And right. I thought, wow, the fact that there are three Teslas versus, you know, num- outnumbering yes. a leaf is, is a wee bit different from what we saw in Dunedin. Um, but I recognised them. Um, yes. At the stage, I wasn't in my car. Otherwise, of course, I would have waved crazily. But I'm not getting many waves, even in the X from uh, Model 3 owners. So I don't know, again, I don't know whether that's just not the thing that they do or that they're aware of or maybe did they just don't recognize another tesla if they see it well i did mention the facebook page you know please let's get the wave back and there was you know quite a bit long post on it so i think be great because you know 
We really need all the help we can. I used to wave to every electric car, all the leaves and everybody, and I've had a few leaves used to wave back when I first got mine, but of course they don't now. But um, I think, you know, we need to all stick together. We really, there's so much FAD, you know, so much um, anti-Tesla media that we need to be a team. You know, we're all doing the right thing. We've paid a high price to get our cars and be part of this team. So be proud of it. And, you know, hi, brother. Yep, yep. we're doing it too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Totally agree. It's, um, you know, if you're in a, such a, well, I won't say small group because it's exclusive. It's a small group because there are just not terribly many people who care, I don't think. And maybe they do, but, you know, they're just not taking all the actions necessary that they can quite yet. I'm quite sad about the climate change. And um, I'm at a point, you know, in the 60s, we put our hands up and said, well, something needs to happen. And it's quite sad to hear, okay, boomer, you know, because we did state back there, really, people wanted to have their big gas cars. Thank goodness not that many came over to New Zealand, but I was part of that racing around racetracks and burning up petrol but um, the planet needs all the help it can get and we have to be pretty blind not to see all the flooding the danger the damage that's happening the danger to our children our grandchildren the sooner something can happen although I don't think the government um, they really pitted the um, Tradies and the farmers and the diesel trucks against the EEV. Been so much better if they'd bought out the EV rebates first or a while ago, and then done the carbon cost a little later, not mm. at the same time. That's right. Certainly not mentioned it at the same time. Exactly, because yeah. it has made it really difficult. You know, my daughter drives a diesel and. She feels a little bit bad about it. And she said, oh, Mum, we're looking at a Model X, but they're so expensive. And, um, you know, people... I think some people want to do the right thing. Other people are in denial. Mm. And uh, it's not a time to be in denial. There's so much on Netflix and Prime, YouTube, giving us the facts. So I'm always ready, like you. We went out to Rolleston College and showed the kids our cars and it seems the young people really understand and know something needs to be done yeah, and I'm not much. sure why the parents aren't taking steps to do something mm. you know I certainly noticed it's the the young people are very knowledgeable of the need to do something and I know they're very open it seems to be quite a um well I don't know I've, I, I, I would have argued it was a Kiwi thing to you know say that there is a better way of doing things than what I've been doing in the past. But even in Norway, they have the same sort of issues. Are they? They did at the the very beginning, yeah. Okay, yes. All right, so Diane, tell us about what sort of challenges you've faced since owning a Tesla. None, really. Nothing I can think of. We were in another house, and I plugged it in every night in a three-pin plug next to the fridge, but I did notice the plug got slightly warm, so... I used to move the plug it around the garage a bit because I didn't know how good the wiring was in that house. 
but um, we've got a wall charger here and Michael just back his car in so he can alternate the wall charging. I've had absolutely no issues. I've never used a free charger. I've only used ChargeNet once um, when we first went down to Tikapo and I used it there because I don't think a Marama was in at the time. And um, so I just don't really need to use chargers except the superchargers going that way. I imagine we have friends up in Blenheim, be marvellous to have a supercharger up near the top of the South Island, but there's ChargeNet and thank you to Steve West for putting them in, you know, and for the government to recognise that. Yes. I'm really hoping there's a Twitter today that... Elon's apparently thinking of opening up superchargers that um, VW can charge on them fast, which doesn't seem, the i4, it doesn't seem to quite make sense um, that it would be able to use a supercharger. But there was a photo recently, so I just think we've paid that price in our cars to have access to that, and I don't want to be in a long line waiting behind an iPace and a marquee and so on. Mm. I'm so grateful. Every day, I wash Elon Musk the best. I'm not a religious person, but I just about pray for him. Like, I send him good thoughts, and I go, Elon, I hope you're protected. You know, he is such a um, prophet for our time. I just feel so blessed that he's here at this time to help in so many areas. Yes, he's disrupting things. And I understand, um, you know, with the last three cars we've had have been Mercedes. It's quite sad to go into the Mercedes dealership in town. And, um, you know, they're not ready for a changeover. They have so much invested in the old structure. But um, times are changing, and the faster we can go, the better. Absolutely. Mm. Very good. Now, look, for someone who's visiting Christchurch, uh, Tesla owner, where would you recommend if they had a spare eight hours? Where would you recommend that they they zip round, and um, what sort of things would someone enjoy doing? Uh, well, there's a Rana Park, there's uh, Willow Bank. I love animals, and um, you know they used they did have the orangutan at Rana Park, but they've gone back up to Auckland. But they're just getting new uh, white rhinoceros at the moment. Um, it's really nice. The sign of the Takahi is like a castle that actually my grandfather worked on. And um, at the very top of Kashmir Hill, we used to live in a street nearby there. So it got quite a lot of damage. But we went recently and had an amazing, reasonable pizza and wine or beer. And they have a um, happy hour as well. I think it's four to five at night. And you have a lovely view out over Christchurch. So you can get some beautiful photographs of uh, from up on the top of Summit Road. So it'll also take you over to Littleton or Governors Bay. So to go up, either if you're really keen, get up and see sunrise or watch the sunset from on top of the hill would be one of my favourite things to do. Sounds like a beautiful thing. Thank you very much, Diane, for your time. Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure to talk with Diane once again. As well as a supportive administrator for the Tesla Owners Club, she obviously cares about the planet and others' well-being. 
Diane's referral code, like that of anyone we interview, is available in the show notes, as is the link to our patreon.com slash allthatstesla page. Alex and I are serious about keeping this podcast non-commercial, but we really need your support in doing this. And the idea of microfinancing something you enjoy for as little as a couple of dollars a month brings about a feeling of personal ownership. We want you to own this podcast. In return, of course, you'll get immediate access to all our future episodes, and at times, these are reaching three months. In the meantime, thank you for joining us this week, and we look forward to interviewing maybe even you in the future. Keep sharing the friendly Evie wave with others leading the charge in the Kiwi revolution. Mm-hmm.